0: Rock 102, Springfield's
1: Classic Rock. It's 535 and Stone Temple Pilots with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 44. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's a lovely 20 degrees right now in downtown Springfield.
0: So, uh... The Patriots were awful yesterday, and Scott Cohn will be here after seven o'clock to, uh, to talk about it.
1: The Patriots?
0: Yeah, remember them? They were a professional football team a few years ago.
1: I'm not, I'm uh, not familiar with this team you speak of. Don't bother. Not much to talk about. It's like a high school football team, right? No, Are no. You- high school
0: football teams would win a game and not no. throw an interception <laughs> in the ah. fourth quarter.
1: All right, so this is the pee wee league we're in, right? <laughs> no, this is kind of like that. The electric
0: football game with the yeah. vibrating field where all the players are running in different directions after a little felt football.
1: Oh, oh, I thought it was the peewee game where the quarterback has a meltdown and a tantrum on the sidelines and pouts and cries and smashes his fist until he gets his way.
0: Well, since you put it that way, yeah, yeah, that parallels are uncanny. Right. So there's that and a lot more stuff about the Mainflower Marathon. We're about a week away from starting that up. We'll tell you all the latest Coming up in just a few minutes. It's 5.36 on Rock 102. 102 Springfield's Classic Rockets, 5.51. And Forner with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102.
1: It is uh, going to be, I don't know. Can you have the uh, the weather there? Cause, well, it's uh, going to
0: be sunny this morning, Steve, and then becoming cloudy this afternoon, a high of 44. Tonight, partly cloudy, low at 29. It's absolutely freaking cold out right now at 23 I'm on sorry. Rock 102.
1: I'm sorry. Please bear with me, uh, you, the listener, as I put my code in to verify that I am the person supposedly using this computer. So, well, don't you have that every day? Yes, but for some reason, even after I do it once, when I open up a website, it says, "You need to say who you are." Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh. Anyway. All right. Now we're ready. Now, now you're ready. ready? Uh. No. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm not.
0: All right. Well, uh, let me just uh, say this slowly then. Rock.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm
0: ready. Good. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house.
1: Somehow you. Still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Grammy nominees were announced on Friday, and the ladies are on fire this year. SZA, that's S-Z-A, uh-huh. uh, leads with nine nods, including Album of the Year and Record of the Year. Then uh, three people are tied for second with seven nominations. Victoria Monet, Phoebe Bridgers, and a mixing engineer named Serban Gina. I'm not aware of any of them. Yeah, it's Well, uh, you know what? I'm glad they gave me the names of the people I'm not going to watch anyway. Uh, then eight people are tied with six nominations each. And they're mostly women, too. Boy Genius, Brandi Clark, Miley Cyrus, Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift... Jack Antonoff, and John Batiste. In all, nine female performers received six nominations or more, while Batiste was the only male performer to do so. Hmm. Uh, Taylor could set a record for the most album of the year wins if Midnight's pulls it off this year. She currently has three wins in that category, which ties her with Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder, and Paul Simon. Wow. That's why the lady is a tramp, you know what I'm saying? I do know. Country star Morgan Wallen got shut out, even though his eighth album, One Thing at a Time, and single Last Night dominated the charts. The three people who wrote Last Night got nominated for Best Country Song, though. No.
0: Well, thank God for that.
1: Was this the guy, was he the one uh, that said some racist things? Was I believe he guy, may have. I believe that, that may have been him. Was it? He was the drunk guy at like 3 o'clock in the morning yelling the N-word outside of his home yes. in Nashville. I believe that was him. There you go. The uh, 67th annual Grammy Awards will air live on February 4th on CBS. They'll be hosted by uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith. Wow, hope uh, Will
0: Smith doesn't get slapped in the face this time.
1: I can't believe that they're actually putting them together on a show. Yeah, I don't understand. Together at the same time,
0: will be any point in the uh, on the stage where they will share. Like space with each other. I, I made that up. That's not oh, okay. I, yeah.
1: I, that's, Woo, man. That wouldn't was, that be funny, though? That if they sure did? would be yeah, funny. It was Chris Rock, and uh, you know what? There's a lot of people out there now that heard me say that, and they're gonna go. Really? Yeah. They're all thinking that's true. Well, they already shut the radio off and went to go tell all their friends. This is how rumors start. This is how misinformation begins.
0: No, they turned the radio off when they, when you couldn't find the forecast and say, "Well, I got to figure out how whether I should wear a coat today."
1: Yeah, because they can't step outside and see what it's like. Just like Dan Brown does. He steps outside and he goes, oh, it's pretty cold out here today. Yeah. I'll do that. What's it like out? Y- yes. What's it, what's it like out there? Adam Driver was asked about his thoughts on the crash scenes in Ferrari during a Q&A. An audience member described them as cheesy, and Adam told him to F you. Wow. Jesus.
0: How about that? Cheesy.
1: I guess you insulted the guy. I guess. Oh, I mean, if you go, if you go into a, a, a Q&A with a bunch of car enthusiasts, they're probably going to call you out on things that...
0: If they think you're some sort of poser, they have the yeah. right to call you out.
1: The uh, Let's see. There have uh, been some really interesting rumors lately about a possible Office revival or reboot, but don't get too excited. It might not be what you think. In a recent interview, Greg Daniels, the show's creator, said, quote, I don't like to think of anything as a reboot because I feel like we ended that story beautifully. The characters had closure. He added that he might be interested in something along the lines of The Mandalorian as in a brand new show in an existing universe. Something like the notion of this documentary crew doing a documentary about a different subject. Mm. In other words, it sounds like he wants to do something that doesn't involve any characters from the original, of course, until something uh, actually gets announced. If it does, anything is still possible. Okay, I don't. I think that's one of those things that's already been recreated once from the BBC. Why should you do it again? Maybe they ran out of ran out of ideas. Uh, when the Terminator said, "I'll be back," 40 years ago, he was not kidding because he just keeps coming back no matter how many times they kill him. The latest entry in the franchise franchise French fries French French fries franchise is an anime series in the works on Netflix. According to a teaser, it's coming soon. Yes, oh so my! All right, <laughs> all right yeah. but that's literally all we know about it at this point. This is technically the second Terminator series. Remember that live-action show, The Sarah Connor Chronicles, ran on Fox. Yeah, from 2008 to 2009. Well, now this is the second spin-off.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, didn't I just say to you last week we don't do enough stories about Joey Fatone? Actually, I
0: believe I was telling you that for like three or four years. How come you don't do enough Joey Fatone stories?
1: Well, you know what? Your day has finally arrived, sir, because we're going to talk about Joey Fatone. He got a fat removal procedure, and he wants to tell you about it, probably because he's being paid to tell you about it. Sure. He got excess fat removed from his chin and stomach through something called air sculpt. He also got hair plugs. He says, quote, it's crazy how many guys get work done. They don't broadcast it because a lot of men are very uh, shy or embarrassed about it, but there's nothing to be embarrassed about Joey didn't do anything drastic. He says, quote, I'm not trying to change my look. I'm not trying to change who I am. I'm just trying to edit it a little bit. Actually, having fat removed from your body yeah. is changing yourself. So a hair plugs. Yeah, right. In fact, in fact um, Steve, you're bald, right? I am? Yeah. Where? That's the mystery.
0: I'm just going to assume that even in the worst case scenario, you probably wouldn't get plugs at this point in your life.
1: No, that would look too dumb because people know me so, have known me so, I've been bald since I was 25. You wouldn't look right with hair.
0: You wouldn't look right with hair.
1: No, because you're not used to seeing me. It's like when I shave my my facial hair off. Yeah. I look weird. I look like a thumb.
0: I've seen pictures of you in high school with a full hair, a luxurious hair. Yeah,
1: yeah. I look like a completely different person. It doesn't look right. No, it looks looks odd and stupid. Makes me want to take, like, white out and cover up. Uh, and though, before you ask, you, although several people already have, he's not trying to get in shape for an in-sync tour. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Well, everybody's been asking that, and he says, no, that's not true. Kim Kardashian attended a gala over the weekend donning a lovely floral print dress. Really? Yeah. She just had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had this much floral decor was when Ray J shoved his pistol into my steaming stamen in that sex tape you can purchase on porn for the... I call it the squishy lily. Of course you do. (laughs) Caitlin? I never got that done with her mother, Chris Kim, but I once put clam glaze on the beagle ears. (laughs) You pictured that one, did you? (laughs) I actually did. I mouth-cleaned the prosciutto curtains. Oh, my God. What do you see that charcuterie board? (laughs) What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that roast beef was so sloppy, I now call her Rumpel Slit Skin. Jesus. Very good, Steve. Yes. I mean, Caitlin. A little horsey stuff. Yes. Horsey sauce on the roast beef. Right. You've got the meats. Oh, we've got the meat. Where's the beef? (laughs) I'm mixing two different... You know, Irish really should just stop. And that's your <laughs> Hollywood trash from Rock 102. All right.
0: Curry has put the... Ho-
1: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at six twelve and ZZ Top with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be sunny and not- <clears throat> sunny and not too bad today with a high of 44. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 20 right now in downtown yeah, Springfield. Yeah, I mean, it's a little chilly. Me, honest to God, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I had to warm up the car this morning. Oh, I've been warming it up. I've
0: been warming up, uh, nice and toasty, like. But it was so damn cold that it didn't quite. Even after like you know five or six minutes of warming up, it it didn't quite uh, get everything out of there.
1: You got your little uh, your automatic start right from the inside of the. Isn't that wonderful?
0: You know what? My old car had it, but it had like the worst setup. Yeah. So like you'd start the car and it warm up them, and you go outside. The moment you touch the handle. Yeah. The engine shut off.
1: It's like, well, what's the point of that? Was it one that came with the car or was it one you had put it, in afterwards?
0: No, nah, it came with a car. It was like it was like the dumbest way of doing it as opposed to now you can open the door, you sit in, you, you press the uh, the ignition, and yeah. then it switches then, over from one to the other.
1: Then it goes.
0: Then, that's the way it's yeah. supposed to be. The way I had it was, uh, it was inconvenient.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I don't have one anymore. I used to have one. So now I got to actually walk outside and start oh, the car. Is. Uh, my first world problems are getting really bad.
2: But
0: you know what they are. You know you listen. You don't have a lot of time to get into your car and on the road to work. It's a very very narrow period of time. Prep time. You yeah. can't you can't uh, you know, be scraping a windshield at uh, at that hour of the day.
1: Well, no, I wasn't scraping anything. I I just turned the car on. You know, fifteen minutes before I leave, I let it go for a while. I'm a horrible idler.
0: Who needs all that ozone?
1: Why well, you just uh, you start it, you lock it, you mm-hmm. walk away from it, and uh, by the time you get in, it's nice and toasty. I'm sure Mike Quincy would have problems with that, telling me not to idle my vehicle that long, and I'm sure environmentalists would be like, you shouldn't be idling your vehicle for that long.
0: Didn't we do a story earlier in the year where that's legal in some towns to have your car idling um, for like an extended period of time? I seem to recall us having that conversation.
1: It is illegal to leave your car running. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many cops are driving by your house and going, yeah, I'm going to give that guy a ticket because I see exhaust smoke coming out of the back of that thing.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of guys in lockup whose cars are still running.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because they they turned it on figuring they'd be okay. They didn't do anything else. They got that one charge of leaving a car running. That's
0: Yeah, but that's going to go down on your permanent record.
1: Yes, it will. Um, But anyway, enough about vehicles. Uh, what a great weekend we had over at the uh, the Bright Nights Ball. You know, um, well, first I went to the meat ball <laughs> over at the parking lot of the Advanced Auto Parts and Chickabee. Oh, with, that's uh, right, selling meat out of the back. And,
0: of and the front. how was that?
1: That was fantastic. Was it really? Yeah, actually, I had a better time there than I did at the Bright Nights.
0: Will Bowl. you stop it? The Bright
1: Nights Ball, glorious. There's meatheads at both. Perhaps. Yeah.
0: Perchance. Uh, no, we had a nice time at the uh, at the Bright Nights Ball. It was at MGM. We uh. We sat with uh, we sat with some people. Yeah, uh, Keith O'Connor from Bay State. Uh, we haven't uh, talked to him in quite a while. Right, and then uh, Chef Wayne. Yeah, from uh, from the, uh, the the restaurant formerly known as the Big Mamu. Uh-huh. he and his uh, his wife, lovely wife, were sitting ne- right next to us and, in, and between us, in fact.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Mike Ostrowski from uh, our credit union. was exactly. uh, was uh, sitting next to me. Him and his date. That's right. So uh, we had, we had a decent time. The the, the one of the. I like watching couples argue and, <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm not saying it chef Wayne and and his wife Lisa lovely people very nice people right yeah she's, a lot of fun. she's a lovely woman and she is she's very kind and sweet but you can tell that they they really like each other but they also you can also tell that she gets annoyed by him.
0: Well they so, they've been married for a while and well, he's kind mar- of and he's retired which well, they, makes which ev- makes every man slightly more annoying.
1: Yes, they've been married for a very long time but they're still like you know they still he's still got the arm around her and she's like cuddling up to him. You can obviously tell they 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 yeah. tolerate each other very well. It's I a good think. relationship. It's a very good relationship. But the funny thing was Wayne he's obviously retired now. He doesn't he doesn't have like the restaurant anymore. No. And uh he starts talking about this routine that he he gets into (laughs) and and now now prior to this yeah i'm talking with his wife and she says he he needs a hobby because i said well it must be nice having him home all the time now and she goes he needs a hobby (laughs) (laughs) he needs something (laughs) so then he starts going into this rant about what you know what he does at night i'm gonna go home i'm gonna make some popcorn i'm gonna turn on batman and watch the batman (laughs) series and and as he's describing the plot line to the batman series and what episode he's on right she turns over to me and she goes do you see what i mean about how he needs a hobby He certainly does. Well, I mean, listen, uh, you know, I'm uh,
0: 2,862 days away from retirement. And, uh, you know, ironically, because of where this falls, that means I will have been retired for almost two years before my wife gets to retire. Right. Uh, Because, you know, as a teacher, she can retire a little bit earlier than, than I can. So for two years. I'm going to have some time to establish my routine as an old farty retired guy.
1: You're establishing your routine and your your wife was looking at at Wayne, going. This is what I have to look forward to. <laughs> like it's it's going to be nothing but punk rock bands and uh, you know all this all this musical stuff, right? Nonstop, 24 right. hours in the house.
0: It'll be two years of me saying I yeah. should really do something with all these CDs. Yeah. That's,
1: that's what it's going to be. Yeah. And yet for two
0: years I do nothing with the CDs. Now, you're
1: going to be like that 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 old, that old hoarder guy on the Hoarder Show, right? Where you yeah. had, had stacks of records, but none of them were worth anything because they were all eaten by mice and rats and everything else (laughs) and there was dead cats under some of those bins i'm sure uh but but i just thought that was
0: next to all my bodily fluids which i've stored in
1: jars all over the house they are uh they are extremely nice people oh they were a blast we had had a great time with everybody at the table i thought that was a pretty pretty decent group of of people to be with at the table some sometimes you get to you don't get to choose who you sit with
0: no, we're yeah. always uh, we're always assigned to sit with certain people, right. and in the past it's been like a bunch of cops or a bunch of uh, you know people, you know, like a couple of mucky mucks. Yeah. Here it
1: was just like uh, everyday Joe's well, just sitting around the table. This was the first time I knew everybody at the table. I, I, the last couple of years I didn't know everybody at the table. Well,
0: there was one couple at our table that I didn't know.
1: Yeah, they they, they, didn't, uh, they
0: didn't speak very much, but uh, the rest of us all knew each other.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe I did maybe, I don't know.
0: With the flowers in the way?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You had a big, giant <laughs> yeah. centerpiece. Couldn't the see way, them
0: from the other side.
1: Hey, you know what? Uh, Judy Matt uh, does a hell of a job getting all that stuff together yeah. and decorating it, and, and the the centerpieces on these tables are just like... Uh, it's it's way it's over a, the top. Yeah.
0: But you know what? Um, the thing about it, and the reason that, that she does this is... This is the primary fundraiser for Bright Nights right. which which opens up next week in in Forest Park. Without that, the idea of being able to fund that event uh and that display it would be you know virtually impossible. It just it, it's just way too expensive to maintain. So this uh, so this event totally totally takes care of that. But this was sold out in May. Yeah. And there were 500 people there. Yeah. Yeah, including all the muckiest of monkey mucks. you know, the mayor oh, there was, was there. Yeah. You know, Richie Neal was there. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Even people who are far more important than them. I mean, it's they're all there. They yeah. it's crawling with with the uh, the glitterati of Springfield.
1: Oh, the uh Cohen would say, uh, you know, bring a dead cat cuz you're going to swing it and you're definitely going to hit a phony within the first 5 seconds of oh, walking no, in you, the place.
0: You're definitely going to do that.
1: Uh, but uh you know, they had the uh The speeches in the beginning, and of Mm -hmm. course, it was it was like a Veterans Day themed event where you know they honored veterans because it was Veterans Day that uh, we were we were uh, attending this thing, and uh, and first of all, Robert Johnson, the president of Western New England University, now that was a hell of a speech that dude. Yes, no kidding. It was uh, you know, he 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 said. So they were comparing it to like him being a preacher in a church cuz he did say hallelujah at the at the end and all that stuff but he yeah. had a great community message. I think that was, you know, he talked about like how all this bad stuff happens in the world, mm-hmm. but you got to remember like you know, you don't see that kind of thing when you look at like the youth, you know, he was talking about the Western New England University students that had been there helping out.
0: Yeah, a bunch of with, volunteers
1: with the uh, with the Bright Nights Ball, and I I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah, he was awesome. And then uh, JFK got up. <laughs> Chris Kelly from MGM. <laughs> this guy, I, I love this guy because he like he whenever he gives a speech, he puts all of his heart into it he does and he does and and it's very well done he's very he he presents himself very well and he's very clear and concise when he does it but it does feel like you're at like Every time he speaks, it's some historical speech that he's giving. Yes, because he's very stoic in the way he presents himself.
0: Well, it took almost uh, four score and seven years to- yeah, <laughs> for the yeah, dinner to be yeah. served. Four
1: but- score and seven <laughs> beers ago, this bright night's ball came to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be so happy that I'm emulating.
0: Yeah, him. but you know, yeah. but he but he said it himself because because at that point, uh, Robert Johnson hadn't spoken yet. Right. And he knew, because he had been at a couple of events where, uh, you know, Dr. John, Mm -hmm. I think it's a doctor. Is it Dr. Johnson? Uh, Dr. Johnson. Dr. Johnson spoke and he said, okay, well, I didn't, okay, prepare yourself. It's a good speech, but uh, Robert Johnson is going to mop the floor with me in just a minute here. And (laughs) I hate to say it, as good as as Chris's speech was, and it was, Johnson was unbelievable. Oh,
1: Johnson just like, uh, you know, knocked everybody over in the room. Yeah. You know? But I, had to, I have to say, though, Steve, yeah.
0: that I think the line of the night went to you. Me? I think you were the one that probably had the line of the night. No, I'm pretty
1: sure Mr. Picknelly
0: had the line for the night. But Perhaps, was, perhaps yeah. but we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> we should talk about... Uh, your line, which I thought was absolutely uh, apropos for the evening, with all them big mucky mucks of those big bags of cash.
1: Yeah. So you and I are doing this uh, this auction. Uh, for we're the, the the item we're giving away is a is a fake Michael Jackson show down on Broadway. Yeah, but you, but, but you got a hotel and yeah, accommodations
0: yeah, and a meal and everything else.
1: Yeah, I think you stay at the Luxembourg Hotel or yeah. something like that. It's a you know a four thousand dollar package that uh, that they were giving away, which which was pretty good. And you wait for all the bids. But I said the opening bid was gonna be ten dollars in a fish sandwich. But somebody already stole that idea, so we're gonna start with two grand. How now, about you can, that? Now
0: yeah. you can imagine the richest people in all of Western Mass, uh, every politician, every yeah. top notch lawyer, everybody is there, including you know Mayor Sarno and yeah. and much of his staff. That line killed it completely killed the room well Perfect.
1: hey you know uh you gotta jump on the current events that are going on in the city this of Springfield the, the,
0: the, the lifespan of that line has yeah. only got so much
1: time yeah you, and you and you had to strike while the iron was hot you know what that'll come up down the road somewhere I mean, <laughs> this isn't over anyway but uh but yeah we had it we had a great time it's 625
0: with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. it's uh 628 with Bax and Nagle and
1: Rock 102 uh what's his name? Colin, Dan, uh, Don Mahar. Oh, Don Mahar We'll give you or, the, uh, the, uh, the forecast. All right. Because he's, enough. he's pretty good at it. It's Not as good as Dan Brown, but he's pretty good. at
0: Well, he's, uh, that's why Dan Brown is like, uh, you know, the bigger, you're the bigger guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. He's the superstar over there. Well, yeah, Jenna Brown is too, for that matter. Yeah. I think Dan Brown is the
0: really. You know, the, like, is there is any kind of competition between the two? Some kind of a uh, knockdown, drag out? Uh, you know? Uh, yeah, my forecasts are more accurate than yours. No, they're not. Oh, yes, they are. And all of a sudden, they start to you
1: know hurling out the expletives and screaming and stuff. Well, what did you call? Uh, what did you call Tetimer, Uh Now that he's, oh, he's the dean of local news. So I think. Uh, well, who would be the dean of meteorology? Lapis. Okay, that would be Lapis. It's got to be Lapis. You you must be the dean of local radio. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Is that right? Really? Yeah. Isn't that? No, no, no. No? Oh, it
0: could be. Yeah, it?
1: you are, bro. So I
0: would have thought Dan would have been. I would have thought Dan would be the dean of local radio.
1: Okay, I can see that. But as far as you know, maybe the mornings go. Oh, I mean? yeah, like, sure. uh, Well, Dan was the dean.
0: He what? Well, he was the morning mayor for a long time. Yeah. And now look at him.
1: Yeah, now he's just uh he's coming back as a teacher's aide telling you to get off his lawn. But uh <laughs> Alright, you know what? Let's laugh before I get in trouble. It's Baxon Nagel's joke of the day. How funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown, I usually On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. Uh Wait a minute. Did I do this Mormon and Irishman one on the plane? Yeah, what the heck. Do did I? again. No, I don't want to do it again. If I did it last week. See, this is the thing. I can't remember it's like sometimes. Playing, it's like playing two Green Day songs in a row. So, yeah, what the heck? Uh, I think I did tell this one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, A Mormon was seated next to an Irishman on a flight from the London to the U.S., right? Yes. I I did tell you this, didn't I? Uh, Possibly. And after the plane was airborne, the drink orders were taken, and the Irishman asked for a whiskey, which was promptly uh, brought and placed in front of him. And then the flight attendant asked the Mormon if he would like a drink, and he replied in disgust. I'd rather be uh, savagely attacked by a dozen whores than let liquor touch my lips. I did tell this, didn't I? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh. The Irishman then handed his drink back to the flight attendant and said, Me too, I didn't know we had a choice. <laughs> yeah! Oh! That's the truth. There you go. Uh, that thing. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Here's your Western Mass...
0: 6.34 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's
1: time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, an advisory issued w- advise. Uh,
2: Be on the lookout for. It
1: out. Uh, yes, Be on the lookout uh, was issued on Saturday night by the East Longmeadow Police to use caution when walking in the area of Birchland Park Middle School and Mapleshade Elementary School. According to the department, it was reported that a resident was walking his dog and was chased by two coyotes back to his home. The East Longmeadow Police are advising all residents to be aware of the wildlife in their area. Can I ask you a question before you
0: continue with the story? Mm -hmm. I happen to see this uh, amazing documentary about uh, coyotes and uh, in their natural habitat, typically like in uh, more uh, desert surroundings. Did this coyote uh, or the coyotes
1: in East Longmano have rockets on roller skates? Well, that was, and that's why the resident was so scared, because mm. that's what was happening. Luckily for the resident, he moved out of, the, he just stepped to the side, and those coyotes went right into a wall that was looked, looked like a tunnel. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't a tunnel. It was just painted on the rock. Now, after the coyote hits the wall and smashes into it, Flattens up like an accordion. Yeah, both of them. By the way, both, sure, both right. Coyotes, right The resident then runs through magically through the tunnel, like it was there all along.
0: Of course, they, you know, thankfully, you know East Longmano is a low-lying area. You know, as far as uh, you know, as as far as like uh, you know elevation goes, mm-hmm. uh, it is rare in East Meadow that a coyote or two would fall off a cliff and land at the bottom in a cloud of dust.
1: No, actually, uh, what then eventually happened was this chase continued later on mm-hmm. where they uh, they did go chase up a mountain, right? Yes. A- and the the coyote says, well, I, I will get him on this uh, – you know, he's standing on a ledge at yes. the edge of the mountain. And then as the rest of the mountain falls down behind him, he's suspended in air yeah. on this little platform of rock – which then eventually falls, and he holds up a sign that says, oh, no. Or help. Or help. Or mother. Something, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then he, uh, he he crashes to the ground again. Luckily, this resident got away.
0: In but spite he- of po- popular belief, I have not come across a single coyote that was, in fact, a super genius.
1: Um, I... Well, I don't know if I've come across super genius, but hell of a shoppers, you know they got this uh, this this credit down at the Acme Company. Yeah, yes, and he say, I mean, he's got a savings club card for the Acme Company because he buys so much stuff. True, that he gets so much stuff in return.
0: Yeah, but I don't know of a single coyote that has scored that high on an IQ test that puts him somewhere in the realm of a 160-170, which would make him a shoe in. For, like, a Mensa membership, I have never seen that happen. They usually score between, like, 120 and 135, which is, you know, accelerated and gifted, but not anywhere near close super genius.
1: Well, uh, a lot of people say they're super geniuses, but aren't really geniuses. What? <laughs> Listen, that's,
0: you give me a coyote that's got, a uh, like, an Amazon Prime membership.
1: I got to tell you, man, uh, these coyotes, yeah, like, Have you heard them at night? Oh, yes. They're out there. But it seems like it's getting worse. Like, they're almost overpopulated. I've never heard them so loud before. You know, you, you hear them every once in a while, but well, now this year it's like you can hear—I can hear them howling, like not too far from the house—and I keep the dog inside because uh, you don't want that happening.
0: Well, you know, uh, I noticed that the turkey population in my neighborhood mm-hmm. is not nearly as big as it once was. Let's just say a few years ago. That's actually a good point. Which to me uh, suggests that the coyotes are are out there. They're hungry, and that you know, th- you know, they're thriving but that the turkey population is is not thriving as well but they're so delicious that's why the coyotes are Not the raw them. ones though. I think you know raw turkey is not to and, and I won't eat turkey unless there's you know at least a couple of you yeah know, stuffing, gravy, maybe that green bean casserole perhaps.
1: I don't think the coyote uh, really cares whether or not the turkey is cooked. I believe he'll eat the feather and the and the giblets. Yeah, they don't they don't know what raw. they're missing. They
0: don't know what they're missing. They so s- much better roasted.
1: Are you sure about that? Positive. All right. Roasted? I don't think a coyote has the means to have a
0: pellet. If he can put ro- uh, rockets on a roller skate, he can certainly put an, a, a, a turkey in an oven for like three and a half hours.
1: You're telling me I'm going to come home one day and he's going to be smoking a turkey on my pellet grill? Uh, these I trakers- wouldn't put it past him. You know what? I... I I gave up on Acme. I went over to Rocky's A's Hardware. I got myself one of these Traeger wood-fired grills. They're amazing.
0: You know, I once had someone tell me that this show is stupid.
1: (laughs) Who told you that? Some idiot. Yeah, okay. I just looked at him and stared blankly. Hey, uh... A man accused of shooting and killing a Pittsfield resident in 2021 is scheduled to go on trial on Mondays. 39-year-old Stephen Malloy will face first-degree murder in Hampshire Superior Court today. He's accused of shooting and killing 39-year-old Joseph Filio, who was found dead in a Randolph Place apartment in downtown Northampton in December of 2021. Malloy was arrested on West Street later that night, now facing charges of first-degree murder and possession of a firearm with one or more conviction, uh, prior convictions for violent crimes. He pled not guilty in March of 2022. Filio's death was the only homicide in Hampshire County in 2021. You think about how the murder rate went down hmm. during the pandemic. Well, because we weren't really out. Yeah, but, you th- I mean, there's still people killing each other. You know, I mean, you- I guess you don't have as much of a beef when you got to wear a mask.
0: I guess. It's it's hard to assault someone when you have to keep six feet of distance.
1: Hang on a second, let me put some hand sanitizer on before I pick up my gun. I'll be damned
0: if I'm going to stab you and then you know have your germs on my hand without at least some sort of hand sanitizer.
1: You know, as as much as that was a big pain in the ass, we did leave, live for at least a month anyway in like the cleanest society ever where you'd go to the grocery store and you'd have to wait because somebody was wiping down the conveyor belt with, with sanitizer wipes after mm-hmm. every single order. Hey, that was, a, that was a very clean time.
0: Yeah, now look at us.
1: Now look at us. We're back to spilling stuff on the conveyor belt and then watching it go around and around. Like, oh, look, there's that milk imprint from before.
0: There's that snail track of chicken juice. I mean, Let me put my raw produce on top of that.
1: That That's disgusting. The way, the way you just said that. Yeah,
0: but you've seen it. Yeah, I have seen it. Of course, it. you've yeah, seen it's it.
1: gross. The uh, Westfield Animal Control and Shelter found a lost cat on St. Paul Street in Westfield on Saturday. The cat was found with no collar, but was friendly when approached, according to the Animal Control Shelter. If you are the owner uh, or you know who the owner is of this pussy cat. <laughs> Who's letting their pussy just roam around on the streets? This ain't Westfield behavior. You can't leave those things out unsupervised. Now this is chickadee behavior for a pussy cat. You know, uh we were out uh selling meat on Saturday, right, out of the back of a truck. Yeah, right. And um there was these uh two local guys I guess uh-huh. uh, people of the woods. I guess you would call them. Okay, uh, trying to catch a pussy cat. We were trying to wonder why this pussy cat was hanging around so much, and yeah. uh, it was clearly because of the twenty four ninety nine crab legs that were being sold out of the back of this truck that we were standing next to. Mm-mm-mm, that pussy cat smells crab from a mile away. Oh, I bet. <sighs> and these uh, these two. Uh, local campers if you will <laughs> we trying we're trying to get the cat the yeah. puzzle cat sure uh trying to trying to uh lure it in
0: now it's funny that you mentioned this because you know we were at the the bright nights ball on saturday mm-hmm. you showed me a picture of a uh, local uh radio celebrity mm-hmm. holding a gigantic cat in his arms yes and we and the two of us were thinking well which
1: pussy cat yeah, yeah. is holding who? Yeah. Which pussy cat is holding the one in the picture? <laughs> and
0: we, as two moderately intelligent yeah. people, could not figure out the answer no, to that question. No,
1: we could not. We could not. But hard to hard to answer that one. Uh so if you know whose pussy cat is on the loose out in Westfield. You better get out to that whip city. <laughs> Do you ever have a pussy cat whip city out there in the Westfield? No. <laughs> Oddly enough, I have not. And uh, it's 20 degrees outside. That must be a cold pussy cat. Usually you like those things warmed up a little oh, bit I start playing with them. Oh, yeah, I like it nice and warm, like a tuna milk. <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast oh. today is going to be sunny with a high of 44. Tomorrow's <laughs> sunny with a high of 48. It's 20 degrees, and that cat is cold in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. I oh, am yeah. behind. Rock 102, Springfield Classic Rock at 651 with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 43. Tomorrow, high of 48. It's 19 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: All right, there's a couple of things I want to bring up here. First of all, if you ever missed any part of the Bax and Nagel show, uh, check out the daily podcast. It's all brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for uh, sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Also check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week is Roger Joseph Manning Jr., formerly of the band Jellyfish. This is a a guy who uh, was one of uh, two guys that basically made up this band, and I will tell you right now that their 1993 second and final album, Spilt Milk, is maybe the most magnificent record I've ever heard in my life. And you can check that that, uh, that interview out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Now, Next Monday, a week from today, is the start of the Mayflower Marathon. Okay. All right. Were you aware of this? What,
1: what is this again?
0: It is a 52-hour-long broadcast in which you have uh, and myself have dedicated uh, to a long, long period of, one, of, uh, of food collection at the South End Market at MGM Springfield.
1: You know what? I've been so gorked out of my mind during those things, I thought we were just camping uh no no not camping and people were just bringing us canned goods to eat the rest of the trip no it's
0: it's not exactly that it is to fill f- our goal is to fill four uh, trailers with non-perishable food donations for the open pantry and we need you to make that happen now this week we have a lot going on uh on let's see uh thursday yeah. we are celebrity bartending at white lion wednesday or thursday isn't it thursday
1: Mm, yeah, I better make check sure, that. Uh, hold out. on a second. Yeah, hold on, just a. I could be wrong. Oh boy! and Of course, that you know. I, you, you know what it is. These dates are. Everything is like you know. Uh, melding together if you know what i'm saying yeah the 16th the
0: 16th is thursday a uh, thursday okay from six to eight we're be, <laughs> all right no wednesday we're going to western mass news to be interviewed by that's the, what by it Dave is madsen okay yeah. about the mayflower yes. marathon yes following night it's celebrity bartending at yeah. white lion at right. tower square and that's going to be a lot of fun friday night we're going to be at the thunderbirds hockey game mm-hmm. collecting food yeah and finally selling those uh, wicked cool thunderbird mayflower marathon 30th anniversary jerseys. Oh, really? Yeah, the uh, the proceeds of which hun- every dollar that we get from the DS shirts goes to the open pantry. And they're only 20 bucks. That's oh. at least a $200 shirt being sold for 20 bucks.
1: That's not bad at all. Not a bad thing. No. And, somebody, yeah, somebody and that, was asking me where you can get those shirts. It's going to be at that game. It'll the be night at, before Thanksgiving. Exactly. To be at that game and then uh, Monday
0: of next week is the start of the Mayflower Marathon. We got all kinds of guests who are going to be joining us. We'll have uh, uh, we'll have uh, Joe Bonamassa, Trevor Rabin from Yes, Gary Hoey, uh, our, a lot of our our normal guys, uh, our regulars, uh, Tom Cotter, Mike Scully, mm-hmm. uh, Marty will be joining us down there. It's going oh, to be yeah. a lot of fun, and of course, the obvious uh, goal is to raise food for the Open Pantry they definitely need your help and we hope to make this year our most successful the 30th anniversary mayflower marathon and in fact let me just uh, very quickly mention our uh, many sponsors uh capital moving and storage xfinity camping uh xfinity camping world of west hatfield affordable waste solutions arm trucking and mgm springfield and many more coming up on uh, rock 102
1: i'm looking forward to it man i
0: love this event i absolutely do and and, and uh What's so great about it is like you know at the end, and you see you know how much you've raised and how much uh, that's going to benefit tens of thousands of families who every year have to uh, use uh, open pantry services. Yeah, you know, it, it's just it's just a total feel good situation. So I I love this event. I can't wait for it to start.
1: Yeah, I uh, I've been measuring my life. In Mayflower Marathon, like, like (laughs) everybody, usually people do, like, January 1st or maybe their birthday. Mm -hmm. Mine's the Mayflower Marathon.
0: This is uh, one more thing I want to mention. Uh, Open Pantry is looking for volunteers to help unload the trucks Mm -hmm. after the Mayflower Marathon is over on Wednesday the 22nd. If you're interested and have the time, uh, many many hands make fast work. Uh, Arrive at the Open Pantry at 2460 Main Street by 10 a.m., or you can call... Uh, the Open Pantry at 413-737-5354 to get all the details. They uh, they definitely need the help. That's where a good deal of the work really needs yeah. to happen.
1: So once we're done collecting all that stuff, those trucks immediately get taken over to the Open Pantry. Yeah. And now it has to be sorted and, and and pulled off the trucks in order to get the trucks back to their rightful owners. And if if we're adding a yeah. fourth
0: truck... <laughs> it's, yeah, There have been times when only two people were there yeah. to unload all of that food off those trucks. Right,
1: and you only need to dedicate like two to three hours to do this, the time. So, even, if can, even if you can spare only an hour of your time. Right. That makes a big difference. So, if uh, again, if you're interested, you just got the day, the last day, which would be the 22nd, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. 22nd at 10 a.m. at the Open Pantry. They could use your help, so please help them out.
0: It's 657 with Bax and Nagel
1: on Rock 102. X's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel. Craftsman. Aarons. Plus battery-powered Ego.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I can't think of what's worse. Watching Mac Jones and the Patriots collapse like the human Hindenburg in a fiery ball of hellfire. Or the seven and a half hour international flight home where nobody has to say anything about what just happened. Tough call. Think I'd rather take the long flight home because despite traveling 3,689 miles to humiliate yourself now in two countries, the Patriots are finally going to go home and think about what just happened. As many of you know, the Patriots lost to the Indianapolis Colts yesterday morning in Frankfurt, Germany by a score of 10-6. to 6. If you do the math, that score reflects a shocking lack of efficiency in the end zone. What happens? Uh, perhaps it had something to do with Mac Jones dishing up more turnovers than Chimura's Bakery on a busy day in the Orchard, the result of which led to Mac Jones being benched for the third time this season. To say that this game is, is awful is like saying that gargling with bleach may leave a unpleasant aftertaste, and while it does, it's still slightly better than the aftertaste of losing to the Colts when it could have been so much more efficient not to throw a devastating fourth-quarter interception instead. Thankfully, the Patriots are going to be have plenty of time to think about this, since they're mercifully heading into the bye week. Nevertheless, I could not help but think that while the NFL was hoping to promote the game of football on an international scale, this straight-up piece of garbage was probably not the best representation of how competitive football is meant to be played. There ain't nobody in Germany looking to run out to the nearest Dick's location to get themselves a Mac Jones game jersey for 139 euros. And why not? Because even the Germans know that Mac Jones is a terrible first-round draft pick. (coughs) And even they're relieved that next week is a bye week. Because even Germans know a thing or two about a humiliating international loss. And I'm sure they're not crazy about that either. But hey, and of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know you can get Benjamin Moore paint at independent stores like Rocky's. And the reason why... Rockies has got paint experts that have hours upon hours of training. They help you avoid costly mistakes. Good people paint people. And rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock the Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-11 in Aussie with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. 19 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Man, if there was any way to not talk about the New England Patriots, it would be my preference that we start today. What? But in the studio, sports legend, uh, legendary broadcaster, Scott Cohen.
2: Well, good to see you guys. What's up, buddy? Oh well, um, you know, I want to talk about the Patriots, certainly. Sure. But uh, you know, much to my, uh, I guess my delight, you—that's yeah, your favorite word. Wake up, you know, Sunday morning. Uh, go on the face the old Facebook feed, and there you two penguins are in your little tuxes at the big fat phony mm-hmm. ball. That's right, Eddie. Hey, listen,
0: you know, sometimes you just gotta represent. You gotta represent uh, your interests at the Bright Nights Ball
2: to. Show support for a wonderful civic event. Yes, every phony from Pittsfield to Provincetown was there on Saturday <laughs> night, right? Including you two clowns. Let me tell you something. You've you've had to go through those kinds of events before. I, have. And I, I, I enjoyed, and listen, that, that's a great party. It's a hell of a party. I, I, I would have gone. But I'm a I'm a big fat phony, and that's why I would have gone. <laughs> oh my god! I asked him. Now he owns his yeah. own tux. Do you rent yours or do you own it? No, I uh, I own my own tux. You do? Okay, good. Yeah, you guys are are a couple of gentlemen. So well, it doesn't
0: you know, it doesn't make any sense. You know, if if you're if like once a year, twice a year, th- even three times a year, whatever, and you got to go rent the tux. Uh, every single year, it makes more sense to just flat out buy it. Of course, it does.
1: It's only like hundred and fifty dollars more to buy your own tux Absolutely. versus renting it. Yeah, and every wear it where twice. You
2: basically it's it's bought and paid for. A tuxedo should be a staple of every young man's wardrobe.
1: Yeah, and you guys are you know I, getting it done. I had to buy a new one. You why you wore yours out? No, I went from a size fifty two to a forty eight. Yeah, can I tell you something?
2: Yeah, <clears throat> you were. Up in the parking lot earlier. He—that's you know you and I get to chit chat right. before we come in. You're looking good, man. Hey, thanks. Yeah, you're looking really, really good.
1: Yeah, I try my svelte self. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm yeah. serious. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you making a play for him? Well, well, he could be.
0: I could be. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, yep. you, you couldn't make it more he obvious. Would,
1: he wouldn't be the first local media person to have secrets. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I saw you in your tuxedo in your yeah. little picture there, and I'm like, wow, you actually are. I clean up nice. Don't you I? clean up
1: very well. I, yes. I hate getting dressed up, though. Like it, it, the I the don't. Act be- of- I don't believe that. that. I think you. I think no, 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 you're no. just you're. No, I'm talking about the process of of getting dressed up. It takes a long time to put on. You know, I'm usually t-shirt, jeans, and a flannel. You are, uh, dude. Uh, you know, to put on an, uh, like an entire tuxedo with the suspenders, and trying to figure out the length, mm-hmm. and then putting those little buttons together, and then trying to tie your own cuff links and then fixing your tie. And
2: then there's the double whammy, Steve. It's yeah. like actually after the bright nights ball, you have to take another shower to clean
1: up. Oh yeah, to wipe the grease off Jeez. all the phonies that were <laughs> you down Can't at Swing the, a dead uh, cat yeah.
2: without hitting a phony at that place, Yeah,
0: you got you to at least wash your face from all the ass kissing you're doing no all night. No doubt, but. Yeah. No, but okay. uh, it was a, it was a nice time yeah, and my should, wife and i had had uh, had fun and yeah, it was she all, looked lovely you know, she, she you know what she makes me look awful good yeah it, that's what they usually do yeah but uh no it was it was actually a very nice time and bright nights opens up next week and uh and Judy
2: Matt put on a hell of a party. Yep. I have to say, yep. it really was. Yeah, and you guys had a good table too. He was telling me something. Yeah, of The yeah. luminaries that were there.
0: Would, you know, Chef Wayne Mike Ostrowski from uh from our uh, credit
2: union. Yeah, good, yep. good, good, good fun. Good for you guys.
0: All right, So, All right, so let's uh, let's forget about that. Let's uh, talk about waking up let's early forget on a Sunday. About that and let's forget about the Patriots game oh, on Sunday, dude. I got to tell you, you know, I I woke up uh, you know early enough to watch it, and I got to tell you. I can't imagine how after benching him for now the third time this season yep. that Mac Jones deserves another start. It's 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 so glaringly obvious that he has lost all the confidence that he had as as a as a rookie, yep. even all the confidence he had at the beginning of the season, It's a waste
2: of space I've seen in years. In years, it's like he's more he's more Scott Seacules than than he you know than he's uh, Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady. And you know the thing about the game is that, and, and I mean he and he's he's the he's he's the centerpiece. He's the glaring centerpiece of of the entire situation, but it's like i don't think i don't think any of us uh, those of us who follow it and and who are fans of the team that is what's going on now is an as i said in the in the sports this morning it's an unmitigated disaster from top to bottom i don't think we really appreciated how bad things are right now yeah. he's terrible the offensive line is terrible the special teams are terrible be- Belichick is just like I mean it's you can just see the rust forming on this guy. There was a, there was it's a, a disaster. There was a great piece of video
0: at the when when Bailey Zappi threw uh, that interception, which pretty much ended the entire game. Is a great piece of video of Bill Belichick yeah. putting his head to his,
2: he- his just hands like, to his
0: head, taking off the you know the, the headset and just going, "Oh my god!" I you, you know and and you can even. You could even read his lips. A big fat profanity uh, came out of his right. mouth, and like was, everybody else. Like
2: ever, like everybody else. You saw the, you saw the, uh, the video of him. You saw the video of Belichick standing there, writing in his little, you know, his little uh, tablet thing there, and just. Uh, uh, Mac Jones just getting an earful and earful on the sideline after he th- after he yeah. threw one of his interceptions and then Robert Kraft you saw him he's got the big black parka on and there's he's like front and center and all he did you could just see when ugh, what have I done it's terrible it's you know I grew up
0: miles from the old uh, the old Schaefer Stadium, Schaefer Stadium. And uh, I remember the first ten years of my life. Patriots never went to a postseason no. game. The, and they, the,
2: Rod, Rod, Rod
0: Russ. I know, uh, you know, they I mean, didn't gosh. win they I didn't see them win a playoff game until I was a senior in high school. Right. And so I'm used to this team being really horrible. Yeah. Most people are not as old as I am and don't remember that. They don't. They remember the last twenty years as yep. being just like, you know, one great potential championship season
2: after another they're playing like they're back in 1973 they are and it's it's dreadful it is dreadful and that you know that really um and again you kind of just you after after yesterday's game you kind of just like take stock it's like where where is this team right now the the fact that they went from from there to here so quickly it's like look tom brady leaves you knew there was going to be some drop-off you know players players Come and go all the time, but with with someone with the football mind and acumen of of Bill Belichick, how did they fall off the cliff so fast?
1: It's it's I mean, it's really it's mind boggling. I'll, I'll tell you how. How Steve? Because when you had Tom Brady on the team, Tom. Obviously was was a great quarterback, but it takes a team effort to do everything like that. And I bet you he brought a lot of that camaraderie yeah. and a lot of that team like, hey, guys, let's get going together. Now you got Mac Jones who thinks yeah. he's, uh, you know, he's more a, than he is, more than he is. And there's no camaraderie among that team. Think about it. How many sacks? How many times did he get sacked yesterday? Three, five times. Five sacks. That, is that his fault that he got sacked five times? Well, no. I, it's the rest of your team that's not protecting you. Well, it, it, this is all regurgitated things I've heard on. It, the no, but you're, radio but you're, right. But you're that,
0: absolutely yeah. right about that. You're absolutely right. It is. A, I mean, you But how you about know, this? The so offensive line is to me is like the most important positions on on any team. The if you offensive don't have, line. If you don't have a line, I don't care who your quarterback is. It could be you know. It could be Johnny Unitas.
2: He's going to wind up, you know, playing like garbage if your line sucks. But here's one of the things that happened yesterday: the running, the, their running game was actually really pretty solid. So the offensive line is able to be serviceable and have the running game work out well. But yet Mac Jones spends half the the afternoon on his back. I almost I mean, he's, think he's,
0: I almost think that says more about Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> As as a runner, even
2: Ezekiel Elliott, that they, these both, guys, they both ran really, really well. But that again, that but, in
0: spite of the that in spite of the fact that they have no offensive line, these two guys are running pretty
2: solid. Yep. And if they were on a team that had an offensive line, they'd be devastating. I mean, Matt Jones got—I think it was four or five times he got sacked in the first half. And you know, listen, you, I mean, the the shell shock that goes on with that—he's. He's still he's still a pretty young quarterback, and all, and you've got no protection whatsoever. I mean, he that the play on third down where he just like threw the ball up in the air. I know, and then and then the and then throwing off his back foot at the at the end of the game. It's like that's like mind fart, uh, brain fart material. Imagine, imagine that how- dude. He needs to he needs to go to a, a, a hospital. And just you know, sit out uh, in his wheelchair yeah. and relax for a couple of weeks. How pissed do you think
0: the NFL is? That you know they they set up this game yeah. in, in Frankfurt, Germany. You know, looking to promote the game of football internationally on a worldwide scale. And this is the turd 10-6. we hand them. It's not just the Patriots. The, the whole, Colts are terrible the too. The whole
2: thing. The Colts are awful.
0: Gardner Minshew. Yep. I mean, there's no. That name alone puts no
2: amount of fear
0: into anybody. Anybody, but
2: yet this is a horrible game on both sides. Yeah, and the and the and the fans were they the fans were awesome yesterday. They were having a a big big time, but the so all right so we have yesterday's you know big pile of crap. Yep, and now and now the question is you know and they're going into a bye week so they've got two weeks. Uh, we people like us have two weeks to talk about this disaster they have two weeks to think about it and then they come back against the giants who suck too but the but the real question is what what happens now and i know uh patriot fans are sitting there saying like you know do we do you fire bill belichick what happens blah 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 no you don't fire bill belichick he's not he is not get he is finishing out the season do I think Mac Jones is gonna get another start? He doesn't deserve another start. Yeah. Bailey Zappi was throwing bullets and Jones is throwing off of his back foot. They just got a lot of work to do, man, and everybody's just got to hold their nose until the season's over. Um yeah. It's 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 so embarrassing. It's to brutal, even, to, man. It's, it's brutal. I it's mean there's brutal. nobody there's nobody playing worse no and again I, I i still it just boggles the mind that they w- they fell off the cliff so quickly i mean you know two and two and eight right two and eight two, two and eight. seven two and eight two and eight is a far cry from even five and five yeah um or six and five they're they're just they're awful i mean
0: i said it before i'll say to my view from my couch at eight o'clock at two and eight, there was once a time in Patriots history that would have been seen as a cause for optimism. Yeah, I but will. now we're there, where you look at two and eight and say, "We're right
2: back." Where yeah, we well, started normally from. you're going two and eight, and you're going, you know, you're going uphill. This is two and eight, and there's, I mean, we maybe we haven't even seen the floor, the bottom floor yet. I don't think we have. So. All right, we will see you next week. I'll see you next week at the Mayflower Marathon. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm. I can't believe Thanksgiving is right around the corner. But yeah. yep, Mayflower Marathon is going to be awesome. And you know, you guys uh, are you know, keep up the good work. Awesome. It's uh, seven twenty four with Bax and Nagle and Scott Cohen
0: on Rock one hundred two. <laughs> on Rock one hundred two, uh,
1: uh, Don Mahar will give you the forecast. All right.
0: Good. There you go. Uh, rock 102 and feelgoodshoplocal.com want to hook you up for the holidays. There's over 50 local businesses on their site. You can do all your holiday shopping from the comfort of your very own home. Just go to rock 102.com and sign up to win a $250 gift certificate to feel good shop local. Uh, a winner will be chosen on December 4th. It's your chance to win and feel good and shop local with feelgoodshoplocal.com and rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. There you go. It's actually a pretty cool thing.
1: Um, I know we only got a few minutes here, but I wanted to uh, talk about uh, the guy that I would totally endorse for uh, for president of the United States if he were to run. Okay? And that is he's uh, he's an Oklahoma senator, and uh, his name is Senator Blake Cowboy Stevens. Do you know what Cowboy did on Friday? No. He filed legislation continuing his efforts to lock the clock in Oklahoma in daylight saving time. Permanently. Permanently? Mm-hmm. Wow. Senate Bill 1200 would keep those in a state from having to change their clocks twice a year. In action, the Quao. I don't know how you say that, Republican, uh, Where? that's where he's from, The Oklahoma Republican said negatively impacts Oklahomans and needs to change. The more I've read about this, Mm -hmm. any state could do this. Yeah, the
0: problem with that is uh, other places around the country would have to take that into consideration with like interstate commerce or
1: what have you. But there is a uh, there's one I can't remember the name. It There's like one county in the U.S. that doesn't do it. Yeah. You See, imagine I, I, you drive 10 miles and the time has changed mm-hmm. like that's weird to me. It
0: It is a little weird. I think it's either uh, all or nothing. Yeah. And I would find it very hard to imagine that anyone is going to sit there and say, yeah, no, that's a really bad idea. I mean, I think we're all beyond the point where the agricultural society that we once was dictates that we should be doing this. I don't think it, there's any uh, I don't think there's any purpose in it anymore.
1: No, there is no purpose anymore, and that's what they said. There's so many benefits to staying in daylight saving time year round. Stephen said it would provide more daylight for commerce, exercise, and other outdoor activities. But we would also see less car accidents, crime, depression, and fewer heart attacks and other stress related health incidents, uh, often attributed to this time change. I'm hopefully my I'm hopeful my legislative colleagues will listen to the majority of Oklahomans in support of this measure and help get me help get it to the uh, Governor's desk.
0: You know what's incredible about this? Think of all the things that government does, okay, that costs like billions of dollars. This would be a huge change for all Americans, and it would cost nothing. That's
1: what I'm talking about. Nothing. Of all the years we've been complaining about this stupid thing that we do that is no longer needed, we don't do it. Yeah, and this is the one thing I'm going to press Richie Neal on next week when we talk to him. Yes. Why of all the accomplishment? Oh, sure, you got money to keep uh, the air force bases in town. <laughs> oh, big deal. But you can't get the time changed, can you? Yeah, sure want to go blow hard.
0: Sure, <laughs> you can get trains running yeah. through Springfield yeah. again, you but can gotta- but. but- but imagine whether the trains be on time during daylight savings yeah, time. you can get a whole
1: courthouse named after yourself. But we still want to jump ahead and fall back <laughs> twice a year.
0: <laughs> we got news next on Rock 102. Here's your With Axon Nagle on Rock 102, it's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomHyundai.com slash family. Is local radio icon, Steve Nagel. All
1: right, got to read the uh, top story from 22 News this morning. You ready? I'm ready. That's not a bird's nest in your tree, so what is it? This is the number one story on 22 News. Really? As the leaves on the trees begin to fall, the branches and anything living on them become more visible. If you see a large, round collection of leaves in your tree, it is not a bird's nest, but actually a home for a squirrel. These large clumps of leaves are called drays, according to Mass Audubon. Mm -hmm. All different types of squirrels live in Massachusetts create these nests, including the eastern gray squirrel, the red squirrel, and the northern and southern flying squirrel. Uh Uh-huh. A dray can be up to two feet wide and are typically located more than 20 feet up in the tree. They can be typically found in oak trees as they provide an easy source of food, acorns. (sighs) The nest can start, as birds nest until the squirrel moves in and adds more leaves and branches as well as layers of moss or pine needles. Drays are fully surrounded by the material that squirrels will stay inside the middle of the nest. You'll see these drays located in your tree, built near a fork between two strong branches or inside a tree cavity. Steve. Squirrels will mostly use these drays during the summer, but will also stay in them during the winter months if they cannot find a warmer place to stay. Steve. If you were wondering, Eastern face squirrels do not hibernate, so they are out looking for food all year round. Now you may continue. Steve, that's their top story. Yeah. Their top story. I'm looking at the list of top stories.
0: The, See, because, like, Western Mass News, their their top story is, you know, healy Driscoll Administration launched work authorization clinic for migrants staying in emergency shelters. I mean, that's a pretty important story. No, it's not. Compared to squirrels?
1: All right, listen, everybody knows that migrants are having problems finding places to live. Yeah. But not everybody knows what those big, giant, grassy things are up in your oak tree.
0: But when it comes to news... That's usually, I don't know, uh, that's, like, news seems to be more focused on things that are, are happening that have a effect on a community or, you know, people at large. Talking about, uh, in nature, in particular, squirrels in a tree, you know, that could be something that maybe is done after all the news is done.
1: Well, yeah, like the feel-good, what do they call that? The a uh, fluff piece. The fluff piece at the end. Yeah. Like, uh, like Ron Burgundy with the little uh, squirrel riding uh, riding on the little uh, skis, the like yes. water, ski. water
0: skis. Water
1: yeah, skis. I could see that happening at the end, but not at the beginning. But uh, that's an important story. I'm actually surprised they didn't send a 22 news crew out to a tree mm-hmm. to tell you what they saw. Oh my God, you should see the hay! It's called a dray. There's hay in the dray. I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. It's crazy.
0: Steve, I'm on the Western Mass News site right now. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm like, say, two-thirds to the bottom of the page. There's probably like 75 stories of actual news on that, on that uh, page. Not one single story about squirrels. Not one? Not one.
1: No, oh, there's a story about coyotes, though. All right. You want to hear that one? I'll be
0: happy to hear about the coyotes again.
1: All right. An advisory was issued on Saturday night by the East Longmeadow Police Department to use caution when walking in the area of Birchland Park School and Mapleshade Elementary School. That's where the gangs live. That's when the whores come out. <laughs> according to according the East Longmeadow Police Department, it was reported that a resident was walking his dog and was chased by two coyotes back to his home. The East Longmeadow Police are advising all residents to be aware of wildlife in their area. Mm. Guarding the city of East Longmeadow, coyotes thrive in suburban and urban as well as rural areas and will utilize any food that is naturally available, such as wild animals, uh, birds, insects and fruits, and artificial food such as garbage. Well, it's not really artificial food if it's just garbage. Well, they'll still eat it. Yeah, all right. Uh, it's it's important to take precautions to eliminate any food sources in your yard mm-hmm. and neighborhood to avoid any problems. Uh, between Birchland and where else? Uh, what's the other uh, place? Birchland and Maple Mapleshade Maple Shade School. Okay. Well,
0: all right. Well, let's think about what's between those two areas. Uh Uh, Is it possible that uh, maybe these coyotes had uh, placed an order at a typical Sicilian uh, looking for a pasta bucket?
1: Do they have pasta buckets over there? They got
0: pasta by the bucket.
1: All right. You know what? I've been living around here too long. I've never gone to the place even when it was here or down by the X. I need to go there. It's
0: good. Good, good. I've
1: heard nothing but good things. Oh, yeah. And if it makes a coyote uh, order up a chicken parm,
0: See, I would just go with like uh, the typical Sicilian uh, sauce, the Alfredo yeah. sauce. Ooh, that's good stuff. I don't dude. know if the that's coyote good.
1: likes the Alfredo though. It's too uh, too heavy for him.
0: Yeah, maybe, but you no, know, you could. It's, and it's, it's meant for it's meant for family style dining. You could have the whole pack around you.
1: Oh yeah, that's true too. Yeah, the whole pack. Everybody come out. We're having a pasta bucket tonight.
0: I know some coyotes are going to go out there and say, "What the
1: Coughlin's? I can't believe they yeah. shut that down. When did that happen? I know." Well, it happened about six months ago. You know, Marty and I went into the uh, coffee time. Oh yeah on uh, on Friday morning. That's a good place. That's a neat little place. I've, yeah, I've only been in there. I think I was in there once, like maybe ten years ago, and uh, not a bad little breakfast. Not a place. not a bad breakfast it's place at all. East Meadow locals just having a good old time in there, that's right. Slewing coffee and uh, and eating eggs. Now, if you if you're looking
0: for, uh, where that place is, I got to tell you. Uh, you're hard-pressed to find the sign in the building that says this is coffee time because <laughs> the town won't let them do that. But just go past the records that was once Boston Market, and then you'll find it without a problem.
1: Well, but the sign coffee time is on the sign out on the
0: road. Right, but there's no sign on the building which says this is coffee time. Why is that? That's an s- uh, ordinance thing? Apparently or that's that, just- a town, that, that has been a town thing and i know that from someone who had once owned a business over there that they uh for whatever reason uh they could not put a sign directly on their building i don't
1: it's, know that town weird. is so stupid
0: yeah because some some have been able to do that and some have not and i just don't really understand what the uh, why anyway nevertheless uh yeah that's a good place to go <laughs> you know what else what speaking of uh buildings that have been torn down yeah yesterday i'm driving down boston road you know what they've already started the demol- uh, demolition of? What? The mall. Eastfield Mall is being oh, torn down.
1: Knocking it down? Man, I was
0: driving past Boston. I mean, I drove past it a couple of days ago. They hadn't even started. They got all the chain link fences up. And I thought, well, this is going to take forever. They're already at it. And they're at that thing with uh, wrecking balls and chopping that thing down.
1: It's crazy to see it happen. I don't understand why we can't just fix the... I mean, that just seems like a giant waste. With the the amount of money that materials cost these days, wouldn't it be easier to just kind of rehab it versus knocking it down and building a brand new facility? I believe that the new
0: owners probably feel as though that they would rather have a building that they can control what it's like, where it is, and how they handle, uh, handle all of it. Because, you know, it's like, no matter how you look at it, it's just going to look like a mall as opposed to the uh, the other shopping center they want to build there.
1: Another shopping center.
0: Well, I believe that's what's going up.
1: I believe that's called a mall.
0: I believe it's more like a plaza than a mall. The, the Like the new
1: plan. Or a plot. For it like could be a, a plot. A grave, because unfortunately that might happen yeah. to those businesses over there.
0: it was it is absolutely bizarre to see uh, that building go down
1: you know the uh, the best criminals are the ones who think they know more about the law than police do a 34 year old man uh, robbed a k jewelers near indianapolis on saturday and he got into a high-speed chase with police during the pursuit they could see him waving his hand out the window and trying to signal them but they couldn't tell what he was saying he crashed into a police car but kept going. They eventually boxed him in and arrested him. So what was he trying to yell out of his window? I once, don't know. Once he was in custody, he was trying to explain that they weren't supposed to keep chasing him. Uh, well, you know technically, I, technically that's true. Some police departments have uh, policies now where uh, police are supposed to call off a high-speed chase if it gets too dangerous. He was apparently banking on that as the getaway plan. Mm we need to expand the satellite campus of uh the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge uh out to the midwest yeah uh, just to, just to show everybody that these are the kinds of things that will get you arrested uh, permanently you, you rob a jewelry store you got to run you got to hide somewhere you can't just be out in a car being chased by the cops down the highway
0: this is, why, is this is why they say that every conviction begins with k y-
1: yes Yes, every conviction begins with K. Uh, okay, especially if you've uh, evaded the police. He's facing a long list of charges, including theft, resisting arrest, reckless driving, possession of marijuana, and driving without a license.
0: I'm being told that the uh, the wrecking of Eastfield Mall began a couple months ago when they took the cinema down. Uh, that that may be true, but now they're knocking down the front door. So, the,
1: the wreck of the Eastfield Mall. Yeah. <laughs> Legend lives on, on the, the chip on down on the big mall they call Beach We could do a whole eight minutes on that. Yeah, but I'm going to say no. Uh, your Pioneer Valley, that's fine because I wasn't really into it. Uh,. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 21 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. It's cold outside.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.50 and the Black Crows with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be sunny today with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 48. It's 21 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: So, uh, a couple of things. This Thursday is uh, Thunderbird Thursday. We'll be giving away a great prize package with your Springfield Thunderbirds. And then Thursday night, it's a celebrity bartending event at White Lion Brewing. From 6 to 8, along with some of your favorite Springfield Thunderbird hockey players. We'll all be pouring beers and raising money for the Mayflower Marathon, which begins a week from today. A portion of the profits from all Thunderboom burgers and Thunderboom drafts and cans will be donated to the open pantry. And if that weren't good enough, the Springfield Thunderbirds Foundation, which owns the team, will match all donations made by White Lion. So... All the more reason to to join us on Thursday night. The food down there is fantastic, as uh, many of you know. It's 6 to 8 this Thursday from White Line Brewing and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. And then on Friday, uh, we are going to be at the uh, at the game on, uh, on Friday night and uh, collecting food for the Mayflower Marathon from 6 until 7. Uh, the Thunderbirds are collecting donations and have every home game until the Mayflower Marathon. So this Friday from six to seven, we will be down there uh, and selling the uh, the shirts, selling those uh, those hockey, Mayflower Marathon hockey jerseys. I've
1: been getting uh, what you call it um, screenshots or or pictures of us on the big uh, up on the jumbotron. Yeah, right there. Just yeah, look at that. Look at those two handsome fellas up there on your drum, on your jumbotron.
0: They've also been uh, showing that commercial that we did on uh, Western Mass News.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Been seeing that uh, pop up a couple of times, and you and I almost look lifelike.
1: I, I don't have regular TV anymore.
0: Yeah, well, I do, and uh, I've seen
1: it, and I'm like, wow, look at that.
0: Man, we are selling the sizzle of the Mayflower Marathon right there in Western Mass News.
1: They, 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 like you said, Chris Kelly was in that one, right? Chris That's Kelly was in it, uh, Dan, Dan Brown, Brown, you and me. Uh, wasn't there another person in that? Or was no, it just, a, it's just the four of us. Just the four of us, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I'm glad we were on TV. I didn't see it.
0: But on the jumbotron, yeah. you will
1: see it. I will see it on the jumbotron
0: because not only are we going to be there on Friday, but the Wednesday of uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, like right after the Mayflower Marathon is over. Yeah, it's Mayflower Marathon night at
1: the Thunderbirds game. That's going to be a hell of a time.
0: That's you know we did that last year and it was so much fun. It was so cool. And uh, you know we'll be down in the fan boney. We'll be dropping the puck. You yeah. know we'll be hanging out. Good times. Excellent so, times. Excellent. You know, why could you just stay at home on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? Wouldn't it be so much more fun to go to a hockey game? I well, would they, think
1: so. Well, I, I remember uh, years ago, like Wednesday before Thanksgiving used to be a big bar night. Yes is it still? I don't know. I, I I you know and I say is it still because I'm so far removed from that scene yeah. that I I never really did it anyway. I was I, I was always home, you know, with my kids or whatever uh, on the night before Thanksgiving and it was really no reason Yeah. there's no reason I, to go out.
0: I would do it before I started getting involved in things like uh, being an adult. Yeah. Before I was a real adult, I would, uh, you know, with like kids and stuff and responsibilities. Yeah. You know, going to a bar on a Wednesday night before Thanksgiving made all the sense in the world.
1: Oh, yeah. You'd be hungover and, uh, you know, for Thanksgiving day. Yeah. uh, But then all the
0: more reason to say, I got to excuse myself. I'm going to go lie down and watch football.
1: Lie down and watch.
0: Football. Lie down on the couch. You're going to watch football. I can't possibly participate in all this uh, family activity.
1: We're having uh, we're having Thanksgiving dinner with uh, some good friends of ours uh, 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 next week. And uh, what
0: time should uh, Jenny and I be there? <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> Actually, you could probably come. <laughs> it's
0: okay. <laughs>
1: it's good food. I mean, now we,
0: we've already got our plans all uh, set. Uh,
1: but uh, but I was talking uh, I was talking to my buddy yesterday. I'm like, because right, he's cooking the turkey, right? Uh, okay. and I'm like, all right, what can I bring? And then uh, he's like, uh, I don't know, what can you make? I'm like, I can make a bunch of different things. I can make mac and cheese. I can Mm. make uh, green bean casserole. I can uh, make uh, these. This is what I really want to trick, because he told me to bring an appetizer. And I'm going to make these, uh, because I saw another friend of mine yesterday on Facebook smoke these. They're smoked pork cups. Pork cups? Yeah, it's basically, it's fresh kielbasa. Yeah. And you, you wrap it. You wrap the bacon around a shot glass uh-huh. to form it. And yeah. then you pull the shot glass out and you shove the inside of the bacon with the kabasa and then you smoke it on the grill for like an hour or two hours or whatever. And it's supposed to it's supposed to taste like, oh my like heaven God. in your mouth. Jeez, you know?
0: Sounds fantastic.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to to try this. So I think I'm gonna make the smoked pork cups. Wow. Sounds good, doesn't it? That does sound good. And it's easy for me to do. I after doing all of that stuff with the Mayflower marathon, mm-hmm. the last thing I want to do is cook an entire meal. Yeah, I listen, I'd rather just I, bring something with me.
0: I'm kind of with you. The idea of, of me cooking that meal after what we've just been through uh is not appealing. The idea of driving 2 hours almost seems like a physical impossibility. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I I we ju- we're just going out We're going out for Thanksgiving uh, dinner because at least that way all I got to do is drive for like –
1: 10 minutes and get I, back home. I was thinking that too. I know like the Delaney House has a Thanksgiving special. There's a lot of restaurants yeah. around that have Thanksgiving specials and all that. And I was I was thinking before we kind of collaborated with some friends here uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was going to actually just, I was like, listen kids we'll just go to a restaurant and we don't have to worry about cooking or cleaning up or any other jazz. I thing.
0: don't think I could physically handle traffic after, si- after doing all of that and then being up until like 11 o'clock at night after a hockey game. Well, I, I just don't know if I could do it. Well there's no
1: traffic on thanksgiving day oh yeah there is where i've never on the highway i went to rhode island one year and it was like uh there was oh, nobody there
0: dude i've been caught up in traffic going to my sister's house
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh it it'll make many years you know getting caught in traffic on the way there yeah and on the way back and uh no i'm i'm good that's a big travel day thanksgiving morning yeah really, really? Oh, yeah.
1: You know what? Maybe because I haven't done it in so many years that I really <laughs> yes, don't know. Maybe that's why.
0: Yeah. It's 757 to Rock 102.
1: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, many of you may be too young to remember this, but as an old fart myself, I remember a time when a 2-8 record for the New England Patriots was actually seen as a cause of her optimism. I remember the days when the Patriots might have actually been worse than the public international abomination that you saw yesterday against the Indianapolis Colts. Are you kidding me? I didn't see a a Patriots playoff game for my first 10 years of my life, and I didn't see them win a playoff game until I graduated from high school. And believe you me, that was a very long time ago. Today the Patriots are back to being the Patriots of my youth. Dreadful, ineffective, feckless. I could go on. Yesterday morning, the Patriots traveled to Frankfurt, Germany, in efforts to promote the game of football on an international scale by losing to the Colts by a score of 10 to 6. The Patriots had the six. And even though he technically played uh, better than the otherwise intimidating presence of Colts quarterback Gardner Minshew. It wasn't Minshew who threw a fourth quarter interception on the 15-yard line. That horrifying trade wreck could only come at the hands of Mac Jones, who immediately got himself benched for the third time this season as the Patriots went on to suffer their eighth gruesome loss of the season. Now, I have to tell you, benching your quarterback once doesn't look very good. Benching a guy twice isn't exactly a boost of confidence either. Benching a guy three times says to the world, I don't think this is working out. And you know why I say this? Because I don't think this is working out. To me, this says that the final game of the season on January 7th against the New York Jets can't get here fast enough. Listen, I'm sure Mac Jones has got some potential somewhere in there, but I see that potential manifesting itself as a backup quarterback, perhaps on some other team. Having them stay in Foxborough is like refusing to see a doctor if you've got a gaping head wound. At some point, you might want to get that looked at. And right now, the Patriots have to figure out how to stop the massive bleeding because it's certainly not healing itself and it's starting to mess up the carpets. But hey, end of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Milwaukee 20-buck tool sale at Rocky's is going on right now. Milwaukee hand tools and accessories like screwdrivers and pliers and many more, all made in the USA 20 bucks at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm
1: back, so that's my view from the couch. Do big name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte, Ford, and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Nuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Rock
0: 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 8:11 and the cars are back in Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be sunny today with a high of 44. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 48. It's 21 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: We just uh talked a little while ago about uh you know Thanksgiving, you know what our plans are. Yeah, you, know, mm-hmm. you know we're staying local. Yep. You're you're going to out with friends. Yep. You know that kind of thing. I uh you know it's I I as much as I love Thanksgiving and I love the meal, I don't. I just don't have uh, the energy to uh, to physically make it right now. Like I just like I don't I don't I can't imagine having to like make like a like a Thanksgiving dinner for everybody.
1: Yeah, I don't want to make a Thanksgiving dinner no. for everybody. That's God, a no. that's a big 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 task to take on after doing what we do for the two and a half days prior. Yeah. Actually, three days now with the uh, with the Thunderbirds game.
0: You know what we used to do as a kid. I never really figured out why my mom uh wanted to do this, but for a couple of years, mm-hmm. she thought it would be like a really great idea for everybody in the family to hop in the car and drive to Plymouth. Why? Because, you know, I mean, it's uh, the tradition, the history, uh, the what have yous. But Cause it was
1: because that's where the first Thanksgiving was. Allegedly. And, uh and then, you know, and then you grow up and you find out as an adult that it was actually held in Yorktown like a hundred years prior to before the uh, pilgrims came anywhere near here yeah that's right yeah
0: okay but the, you know the problem with doing that is uh, you know you still have to accommodate for a meal mm-hmm. and you know we're driving like 45 minutes away to Plymouth to go look at a rock
1: yeah and but b- it wasn't a rock it was a rock. A lobster, meow 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 meow
0: meow. You're or absolutely yeah, real really right, <seas> like, you and if you've seen the Plymouth Rock, you know but it is the single most disappointing tourist destination in the entire state of Massachusetts, if not all the country. It's the most disappointing thing you can see.
1: I used to love getting up on Thanksgiving morning and. Coming downstairs and smelling my dad's fresh-made stuffing with bourbon. Mm, yeah. He didn't make it with bourbon. He just drank bourbon while he was making it. But the and, smell uh, permeated the room. And watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. See, I missed that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't, uh, haven't watched that in a long well, time. Well, it sounds like you didn't watch it at all when you were a kid because you were at Plymouth Rock having a history lesson.
0: I'll tell you what, I would have preferred watching the uh, the Macy's, Saint, uh, Macy's uh, you know, Parade then traveling all the way out to, to Plymouth, which only delayed dinner. Yeah. yeah, like I I want listen. I want that turkey out there by one o'clock. I don't want to interrupt too much of the football with a meal. I just want I just want the food. I want to lie down and let the tryptophan run
1: over my system. Yeah, that's a, that's the way to do it, man. It's my favorite holiday. I have uh, I have some stats about uh, Thanksgiving. Everybody said, uh, if you want more people at your holiday party. Really push the idea that you'll have lots of food, especially sweets. Forty-eight percent of Americans say they've gone to a party before just for the desserts.
0: Yeah. Now, listen,
1: uh, if— Well, I've only been to friends' homes for dessert because, you know, you're having dinner with your own family, and then you get together for, like, an after-party kind of thing. But I, I wouldn't just go just for the desserts. I'd go for the camaraderie among people. Is that why you'd go? No, I was forced to go. (laughs) That's exactly why you'd go. Uh, Yeah, the poll looked at the uh, most popular holiday flavors, and uh, pumpkin spice made the list, but it's not that popular. It only ranked fifth, right? Gingerbread is our favorite holiday flavor. Then it's salted caramel, peppermint, maple, pumpkin spice, chai, cinnamon, and bourbon, like bourbon balls, or you know, three shots of Maker's Mark while you're making the bourbon balls. (laughs) Wasn't that your father's nickname? Uh, bourbon balls? Yeah. <laughs> hey, bourbon balls. That's what my mother used to call them. <laughs> and she didn't drink, but she smelled like bourbon, which yeah, is I weird. Don't yeah, know. I don't know how, how that happened. There's yeah. a quick, uh, few quick more stats here. The average person will eat 26 cookies over the holidays, 25 pieces of candy, and 13 slices of cake, 12 pieces of pie, 13 brownies, and 13 cupcakes. I'm not
0: buying any of that. Who's stopping at twenty six Christmas cookies? I know, right? Yeah. Who's doing? Who's lying? Oh yeah, oh yeah, one yeah. I have one cookie per day during the
1: entire season. The hell you do. Well, I, I was telling you over a, a weekend, uh, there was people that left our table when dessert came out. Yeah, we could have had like three desserts each by the time that dessert came out. Sure, and it was a pretty damn good dessert too. It was like a chocolate bomb or something oh, like yeah. that. I can only eat so much anymore. I My body just can't take it. I, I used to be, obviously, uh, if you look at the size of me,
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, I used to be able to pack down quite a bit.
0: Oh. And now pre-
1: it's like I got maybe halfway through that chocolate bomb, and I'm like, I felt like my nana. This yeah. is just too rich. It's, it's, it's just too, too filling. Too filling. These I'm, portions. The sugar. There's, there's so much sugar in this. And uh, My
0: doctor says I got to watch my sugar.
1: I I don't think I'm going to be eating 26 cookies, 13 slices of cake, 25 pieces of candy, 12 pieces of pie, 13 brownies, and 13 cupcakes. What
0: do you do the following day?
1: You done get rid of it all, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. You ever have the sugar sugar shakes, if you know what I'm saying? Leave me. Uh, we're more likely to give in to cravings during the holidays than any other time of the year. The top reasons why include certain sweets are only available right now, and it's just an excuse to care less about being healthy.
0: I um, The one thing I miss about making the the Thanksgiving dinner is a profound lack of leftovers. Mm-hmm. I love like Thanksgiving leftovers. I love that stuff. Me too. You know, I just get like a... Like a big bowl of turkey with some stuffing and some gravy and pop that in the microwave. Man, I love that stuff.
1: At the Big E when we had those Thanksgiving nachos. Yes. Like that's cool. That's like good stuff. That's like the leftover grease and the, you know.
0: You're always looking for what you're going to do with all them leftovers. You put them on some waffle fries and you cover them with gravy. Delicious.
1: I used to, uh, the one thing my dad used to do with the mashed potatoes is make balls, not bourbon balls. Make like balls or patties out of them, and then fry them in the pan. Oh, like potato pancakes. Like potato. Well, yeah, but not tr- quite in the traditional style of potato pancakes, but similar. Sure. Uh, to that, those were good.
0: Those are delicious.
1: Yeah, you put that, and then uh, he'd put that on the plate, and then he put the hot turkey on it, and mm-hmm. the the gravy over oh the top, and yeah, and toast, so and you had a whole uh, you had a whole meal. Out so of good. Forty eight percent of people have hidden holiday sweets uh, to prevent roommates. from, or other family members from stealing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most common hiding spots are behind other stuff in kitchen cabinets in a cupboard that doesn't uh, usually have food in it and where no one could, it would ever check, like a bathroom cabinet. Right. You're hiding stuff? Well,
0: I don't know. You know, I got to tell you, uh, this morning I walked into, uh, into the office and there was a package waiting for me here at the station. Yeah. Uh, the Hawkman had sent me a... Uh, a fruitcake that uh, is, I, I posted a picture of it on Facebook. It is a mouthwatering fruitcake in which there is an expiration date that says best used by April 24th. And I'm thinking, if I can't pack this down before the Mayflower Marathon, I almost want to wait until April 24th to see if it still has the same freshness as it was made
1: seven years ago. I think you should. Seven years ago, that was baked. It looks like it looks like old fashioned packaging. It was the it was the year that Sunmaid was really into making those fruit cakes. Yeah, and now they're not they're no longer in the business of doing. This
0: that. is a particularly moist uh, cake. Ugh, moist. Very Every moist. Word, moist. Heavy, dense, and moist.
1: Oh yeah. By the way, that uh, that can of mayo must have moved because that was only supposed to be there till Friday, in front of the Merriam Webster building. Right. It's probably gone now.
0: Where does it did it uh, did it have another location? I don't know
1: if we've made uh, any other uh, if we made any progress with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. Uh, I I don't want to gorge. I'm not gorging anymore on things. I'm not going to eat that much. Hmm. I really uh, have have kind of you know been taking care of myself in in a way where I'm not overeating sure. things and 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 because you feel like crab you get a hangover from that you know what i mean you get that like food hangover and then you can't i move don't anymore.
0: i don't get the food hangover by eating like uh, delicious portions of uh, of turkey meat yeah but i will get the food hangover if i had too much sugar
1: yeah yeah like yam like, candied yams or, yeah any of that stuff
0: or, or like a like a pie i mean i love pie but you know pies and, and 26 cookies after the meal at that point, I start uh, having like uh, some ramifications
1: that are not all good. I made fresh cranberry sauce for the first time a couple of years ago. Totally I, worth it. I doing. always loved it when I was a kid, but then I found this recipe for it where you add a little more citrusy orange peel to it mm-hmm. and everything like that. That thing came out absolutely perfect. I hate that canned stuff where it's <laughs> just like it comes out in the shape of the can. Yeah, and then you know people serve that.
0: See, I always thought that was how uh, like traditional Thanksgiving meals were. Everything came from the can and kept the shape of the can.
1: No, yeah, I mean, well, the Native Americans uh, when they first uh, broke bread with the Pilgrims, uh, they said, uh, "Please uh, enjoy this can. <laughs> enjoy this." fruit that we've shaped into a uh, aluminum can. Yeah. I am pretty sure that's how uh, how the yeah. pilgrims did it. Um but y- so you said you're staying local. You're probably going to go out, right? Where we're, we're going to go out? I'm going over to a friend's house. Now, we used to go uh to to this friend's house for years. It was always the after party. Yeah. You know, it was like the big after party at the at these people's house. And uh one particular year when I was uh really enjoying bourbon just a little too much, right? <laughs> yes. I walk into the garage of this uh, of this friend's home, and there's a woman sitting there. And this and this friend of mine just referenced this to remind me, you know, embarrassing uh, moments of my life. And uh, I'm talking to this woman I never, I had met before, and I said, "Hi, what's your name?" And she goes, "I'm Kim." And I go, "Well, hi, Kim. I'm Steve." And all of a sudden my buddy leans over he's like she's recovering from a stroke. <laughs> so uh so over the weekend uh <laughs> I can't remember which post it was that I had it on there but he chimes in and goes maybe you'll see in there huh? And that That's why is I've never, the last day yeah, you had the that bourbon. That was the last day of the bourbon, yeah. <laughs> that, that was rock bottom right No, there. no, no. Uh, it, was, it was several years after that oh, until okay. I decided, hey, maybe that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 823 at <and> Rock 102. <laughs> rock 102's 30th annual 830 with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome. Hyundai technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at garyromhunday.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. An advisory was issued on Saturday night by the East Long Meadow Police Department to use caution when walking in the area of Birchland Park Middle School and Mapleshade Elementary School. Because that's when the whores moved in. That's my favorite line from Tommy Boy when they're <laughs> talking about what's going to happen to the town if the auto parts store closes and this old lady on the board goes, that's when the whores move in. According to the East Longmiddle Police, it was reported that a resident was walking his dog and was chased by two coyotes back to his home. The East Longmiddle Police are advising all residents to be aware of wildlife in their area. What the hell are they doing in that neighborhood? Well, maybe they, uh, they heard there was uh, some roadrunners over there. <laughs> they thought that uh, hey i heard this this roadrunner comes by here every, yeah. every 10 20 minutes
0: I mean, I mean listen i understand you know coyotes are uh, you know every bit as intelligent as any other uh, animal in the in the woodland uh, areas i mean can you imagine you're being a coyote uh, a coyote you're walking through East Meadow, you find out, oh, my God, they tore down the uh, the Boston Market. Or, oh, my God, Stacy's uh, dry cleaners is no longer open. I had coats in there.
1: You know, like yeah, all yeah. those kinds of my, questions. F- my fur coat from last year, yeah, I dropped it off t- with full intention to pick it up, and I go, and the place is closed. Yeah. Or, you know, they go around the corner and say, like, what happened
0: to Bentley's? It's a brand new yeah. place now. These, these coyotes have no idea what's going on in this town
1: anymore. And they're like, and they still haven't put a drive through in any of these businesses, <laughs> which is exactly what the coyotes want. I went to go pick up my meds. I can't go in the store. It says no pets allowed. I had to go to the drive through, and there's no drive through at the CVS. I got to go all the way to the X in Springfield to get my meds. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get everything transferred over. Yeah, yeah. My my, I needed Lexapro. <laughs> Because you wouldn't believe the stress and anxiety oh, this job yeah. brings as a coyote. See, I would
0: think they'd probably need like some uh, some Prilosec or a to take care of that, some of that stomach
1: acid after yeah. you
0: know chewing through people's garbage and eating anything <laughs> that the, that moves. Right.
1: Well, it was on a doily. That chicken bone. <laughs> it serves as a natural barrier. It was right on the top. What the. You you ate trash. Yeah, <laughs> you ate, you ate. yeah. The uh, the 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 whole uh, coyote situation is getting out of control. Yeah. Well, I've,
0: it's mating season, from what I'm understanding. What I'm being told.
1: But but I've all I, I've just imagine
0: a bunch of horny coyotes in your neighborhood around this time of year.
1: I oh yeah, lots of horny coyotes. We have a we have a coyote brothel in Huntington. That's where all the whores came in. That's where all the bitches go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's called in heat. <laughs> heat in the she- in, heat in heat the sheets. sheets yeah right that's the name of it and uh but I've, I've you know i've always known that there were were coyotes around yeah but i've never seen so many of them as i have in the last couple of years like, like i've seen them at night when I'm driving to work i see oh, yeah. them running across the road you there know there were
0: there were some in the uh the backfield here like uh last year
1: oh uh, you did you ever see did you ever see the fox eat the rabbit out there? oh yeah it's awful that it was oh, horrible. terrible it was a horrible day here yeah but hey, we anyway
0: uh that's just uh that's nature i just i'm trying to trying
1: to bring us down a little bit you did a good job yeah yeah yeah, yeah that came to a screeching remember, halt remember when that fox killed that poor bunny right outside the radio station well right next to the shed
0: <laughs> it's official I can no
1: longer have children. Womp, womp. womp. <laughs> Debbie Downer is here in the studio. <laughs> oh, well, look at the beautiful nature. Yeah, but that fox killed that rabbit. Womp, womp. womp. You know, uh, they never found that guy that with the anthrax. And, uh, yeah, right. Womp, womp, womp. womp. The, uh, uh, is it the town of East Longmeadow? Yes, it's a town. Well, 22 News says according to the city of East Longmeadow. Oh, they're wrong
0: about that. Are you sure about yes, that? Yes, East Longmeadow does not have a mayoral form of government. It uh, is a
1: town. Well, it says according to the city of East Longmeadow, coyotes thrive in suburban and urban as well as rural areas and will utilize <laughs> any food that is naturally available.
0: Yeah, but wait do they see how their taxes go up when they build that high school.
1: Yeah, they're like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I remember this field when it was full of deer and livestock that we could have a f- uh, a, a feast over a, a smorgasbord of animals. I don't even have any children in the in the in the school system. Uh, why am I paying all this money <laughs> for that? That's it. We're moving the family to some other town. Oh my God! What was I reading last week? And I wish I had saved it. It was a it was a community forum thing. Oh it was about that Indian uh, statue up in the Mohawk Trail Yeah that they moved to Oklahoma and then 22 news put the, posted the story on Facebook about hey they moved that uh, that Mohawk Indian uh, from the Mohawk Trail all the way out to Oklahoma somebody bought it out in Oklahoma right And then uh, the, the original try to get this out of our neighborhood kind of thing was a petition started by a bunch of people that were offended by the, you know, the the the, the Indian statue, because that's what we do now. Right. But but it was really funny reading the comments on that. Yeah, because these damn libs don't wanna have Indians around here. <laughs> <laughs> and while I while I agree that removing items is yeah. is a ridiculous thing that we do It's even funnier to watch the people get upset about it. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm not ever going to anything up there anymore.
0: Howard Johnson is right. This is an outrage. This is
1: ridiculous. (laughs) I can't stand. uh, You're all going to be sorry when the big... (laughs) If you start removing the
0: Indian structures out of our town, that's when the whores are gonna move in. That's
1: when Yeah, that's when the whores come into town. Um You know, it's funny though, because I'm reading I'm reading the story about this statue and the owners there was something that they were gonna do. But then that plan fell through, and they won. They wound up selling the statue because right. about ten years ago, some group came into town and said this was offensive and racist. And boy, the ironic part about this whole thing is an Indian tribe bought the statue <laughs> to put up outside of their gift shop right. on their native land. Well, there you go. But this is the ridiculousness of 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 people wanting to ban things that weren't even a part of the group that was offended. That right w- was. And they weren't even offended by it. Yeah, I, I, you know,
0: there'll be plenty of people who believe this is some sort of you know cultural appropriation. Yeah, but the fact is that culture just appropriated the very yeah. same thing that they thought was appropriating their culture.
1: Yeah, there's there's a, there's a culture. There's an Indian out there going, "Hey, that thing would look great in my backyard." <laughs> That's like that guy with the Kenny Rogers roaster sign in his garage. By the way, I'm talking to uh, the, the guys <laughs> from Armad Trucking over the weekend. Yeah. And we get we get into the conversation about the 80 foot white man, you know, the one that used to be at the at the individual Ford, Ford, yeah. Ford and it was at the end of 291. He's telling me how they bought it in an auction, and you know, we're going to the story, and then we were talking about the Kenny Rogers roaster sign. And I said, Check this out. And I show him the video of of this this thing. And, yeah. and they're all like, Wow, that's that's really cool. It's stupid, but it's cool. <laughs> and I go, that's stupid? An 80 foot white man is stupid. He goes, yeah, we're all kind of dumb, aren't we? Yeah. It's like, this is why men shouldn't be trusted uh, with purchases of anything.
0: Yeah, you know, if, if we, the thing is, if, if we had the space yeah. at the Mayflower Marathon to put the, the big giant man out there, yeah. we would do it. But we, we don't have the, the physical space to, uh, to fit him no, in it, there.
1: It's just—it's just, so you
0: really—you really need a parking lot with lots of available parking.
1: Yeah, but where are you going to find one of those around here in that section in that, of town? Yeah, in that area, there's not a parking spot within ten miles <laughs> of that place. <laughs> You'd almost have to go all the way to
0: the other end of town.
1: I believe it was uh, Michael Jordan who came here a few years ago and was just driving around looking for a place to park because he couldn't find it. And he was like. Man, this is crazy. even for a guy like me, I can't get a parking spot up front. Wow. This is uh this is incredible. <laughs> and thing five is gone? What's what? gone in that How'd place? That, what how, happened? Did that, how did that happen? So there you go. That's the uh I'm trying to look for the uh the other story I had here. About Oh, there was this this tree incident down in uh, Connecticut. Yeah. A person was seriously hurt when uh, in what firefighters described as a tree-cutting incident in Plainfield. Oh, boy. They said it happened in a wooded area near Kate Downing Road around 10 a.m. yesterday. Firefighters, along with 10 members of the Plainfield Fire Operations Unit, helped the injured person. They said the patient was transported to an area hospital with what they called serious injuries. The other story I wrote was the guy's leg got cut with a chainsaw oh god that's that uh, is just awful
0: you gotta know what you're doing you, re- you really do a lot of people get well, really jammed up on those things i'm
1: sure the guy knows what he was doing it sounded like a logging operation or some kind of like yeah but yeah you know, but
0: but those things can kick back on you
1: yeah oh and the kickback that's the thing you don't want you don't want a kickback i once fell out of a tree or I fell off a ladder trying to cut a tree Mm-hmm. With a chainsaw in my hand.
0: Gee, what could possibly go wrong?
1: I don't know. And the chainsaw blade came about like an inch from my face. I like mm. stopped myself enough to not slam into it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, yeah. well. This is why I don't get up on roofs anymore or anything like that. Yeah, I've, I've
0: been to- I've been told not to get on ladders, and I'm all cool with that.
1: You know what? That's, uh, I hate doing that. I hate getting up on something so unstable. If I have to do that, I have to have a friend come over and say, hold yeah. this and make sure that I don't... And if I fall to my death, at least I'll fall on you. <laughs> that's that's reasonable. That's how that's I a, say that's, that that's to them, yeah. A uh, massive apartment fire burned for hours in an Atlanta neighborhood, leaving residents standing outside in the rain and cold on Saturday morning. Officers were called to the reserve at La Vista Walk off La Vista Road after 10.30 p.m. Friday night for reports of a fire. The Atlanta Police Department says they believe the blaze started on the roof, possibly due to fireworks being set off. On the roof. Yeah. 17 people were treated for smoke inhalation and other non-life-threatening injuries. One cat also died. Uh, According to the battalion chief, Sean Manns, the building's sprinkler system worked but didn't do any good because the fire started on the roof. Inspectors are now working to contact the owner of the building who will make arrangements to tear the complex down. Atlanta police arrested one man and one woman in connection with the incident. Robert Stokes and Charnel Gunn face uh, f- charges of first-degree criminal damage to property and reckless conduct. The department says La Vista, oh, there's traffic stuff. The American American 28 people were displaced, and uh, these people were lighting off fireworks on on Veterans Day weekend.
0: Was there a single person who said, hey, you know what, maybe this isn't such a good idea to be
1: blowing bombs off the roof? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think there was any of that. It's too bad. Uh, man, this place, this place went up, and yeah. You, and the flames were like, obviously, if it starts on the top, that's a hell of a lot harder to put out. If it started maybe on a different floor or different or on the bottom, you know.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of people when they're uh, blasting uh, fireworks off, they really don't have a lot of uh, pre-planning or thought. They just think, oh, what could possibly go wrong?
1: I was uh, blasting fireworks off Saturday night after the ball on the roof of the MGM. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah. And then I went home. You know. <laughs> Nobody got hurt. Yeah and, yeah. and those things didn't kick in for at least 45 no, minutes. No, just a just a heavy cleanup. That's all. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 44. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. oh yeah. Garage
0: doors. They squeak. Don't sh- rock 102, Springfield classic rock. It's 8.50 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. I just
1: thought of something I have to tell you off the air. That's why I was, like, kind of pointing at you. thing ah, okay. Hey, uh, by the way, the, uh, the weather is going to be uh, nice and sunny today with a high of... 40, where is it? Oh, this is uh, weather for Weirabee, uh, Australia. Mm. Uh, so the uh, Australian weather for our friends uh, listening online, uh, 63 and cloudy today. Uh, tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 67 is now 56 in downtown Queensland.
0: Wow, that's uh, so much different than the actual forecast that we've got, where it's going to be sunny this morning with them incoming cloudy this afternoon with a high of only 44. Oh. It's uh, 26 degrees right now here in East Longmeadow, Massachusetts.
1: Well, I'm trying to do that. Uh, we used to do at The other radio station I worked at, we did uh, like... Oh, it's uh, it's, uh, what is it? How much? What is it right now? I got 26. So it's 26 in Springfield, uh, 28 in uh, Greenfield. You know, it was always yeah, like was two like... degrees difference or something, You even though you were just making it up. Yeah, I, don't,
0: so I, I can't do that kind of quick math.
1: I'm just expanding our audience. I'm saying uh, it's 20 in downtown Springfield, but it's 56 in uh, uh, Werribee, <laughs> uh, Victoria, Australia. Yeah, good. Yeah. Hey, uh, Rock One Two's Pro Picks
0: Pool is underway at rock102.com. It's your call football. Weekly winners get a $50 gift to. To get at Geo's Pizzeria in Hampton. Pizza the way you like it. The overall season winner gets a $500 cash card courtesy of Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. Uh, check the stats and go with your gut and play Rock Two's Pro Picks Pool from Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. and give you a little bit of a clue, not really handicapping any future games, but if I were you, I would bet against the Patriots.
1: You know what, though? That's when they win. You know, that's what's going to happen. You're going to yeah, bet I, against yeah. them, and then... Uh, and then you're going to miss out on that gift miss. certificate to Geo's. Right. So you never know. You never know what could happen. I suppose. Um, I don't even know what I was going with here. I had a couple of different things. Uh, the Toy Hall of Fame. They've announced its new inductees. You're they right. got a lot of parking over there? Uh, yeah, they got plenty of parking there. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, the whole parking lot's filled with bikes from all the baseball cards that are in the spokes. <laughs> right. uh, the National Toy Hall of Fame announces new inductees. Baseball cards are one of them.
0: It's taken this long to put baseball cards in the Toy Hall of Fame?
1: Well, it's just like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How long did it take for uh, uh, like Steve Miller to get in there? You know what I mean? Like it, The thing had been open Way for, too long. That's what I'm saying. But you know, you're like, what? They're not inducted yet? You oh, know? I know. Well, baseball cards... Cabbage Patch Kids. All right. The Fisher Price Corn Popper. I don't know that one. Yeah. You remember that little thing? It was the, you push the button down and all the little balls and inside of it would go, like, it would, oh, like, that's what actual, it's called, actual, the corn pop. Actual, I had, like, yeah. It was like you were actually popping popcorn, but you oh, weren't. Right. It was right. just plastic little balls that you could choke on.
0: Oh, I thought it was like another kid's toy where a heating element actually, you know, heated up uh, popcorn.
1: Did you ever choke on little balls before?
0: No, only the big ones.
1: Oh. You haven't lived, sir. Uh, yeah, Nerf. The first Nerf product was a four-inch foam ball Parker Brothers sold in 1970. They billed it as the world's first official indoor ball. I remember it. Was that because of the Brady Bunch episode where Mom always said, don't play ball in the and, house? And then, then
0: Marsha gets a uh, gets a big football on her face?
1: No, that was, wasn't was it. That, wasn't, that was outside. That was outside. No, the basketball knocked over... Didn't something break with the basket? I you know I'm mixing. I, up.
0: You might be mixing things up.
1: Wasn't that the Brady Bunch episode where the rich guy showed up and uh, adopted those two youths from Harlem?
0: No, 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 Steve, you're thinking about different strokes.
1: No, wait a minute. Weren't you? Wasn't it? No, no, no. Because uh, that was the lady on there. She ran a boarding school mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of girls. Wasn't that the Brady no, Bunch? No, no,
0: no, Steve. That's you're, you're thinking of the facts of life.
1: No, no, I'm thinking of, what about that rich guy who had a little train going around his house? No, no, no,
0: Steve. That's Silver Spoons. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know where to
1: go with that.
0: You ever have uh, baseball cards as a kid?
1: Yeah, I had baseball cards. Uh, None of them were worth anything. Mine uh,
0: may have been worth something Mm -hmm. until the point where mice started to chew right through them. Oh, at that yeah. point they were no longer uh, useful.
1: Well, I I've I've heard and I've you know I always wondered who buys these and mm. who, you know who buys the rare ones and and like coins. Like where do you bring coins to get
0: Oh, there's coin shops around here. Yes, but yeah. I mean
1: like the reputable dealer. Like where's the reputable coin guy that's going to give me the money for what this thing is supposedly worth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I've never had anything that was worth anything because, like the baseball cards, as you said, mice got to them or they just get bent over the years, right? They're not worth anything. Most cards probably aren't worth anything, really?
0: No, most probably weren't. but um you know, as a kid, i I have to tell you, I was very stupid as a as a young as a young boy because uh, I had a bunch of baseball cards, some of which were probably. That were probably valuable. Mm -hmm. But in 1973, I thought it would be hilarious to draw mustaches on all the players on my baseball cards, Mm -hmm. Uh, which means that the uh, 1973 Nolan Ryan that I had, which may have been worth untold hundreds of dollars today, was rendered uh, uh, completely valueless because of the big giant uh, Raleigh finger style handlebar mustache that I Drew on him with a magic marker.
1: Oh, see, that's yeah. how you ruin things. You, you, I, I
0: ruined things. I had, uh, I had a Pete Rose, I had a Mike Schmidt, I had, uh, I believe I had a George Brett, and George Brett looked terrific with a mustache, big handlebar, like a, like a Fu Manchu handlebar. But just you were all about around in circles. You were all about the womb brooms, weren't you? I really was back yeah. then, and as it turns out, that was a major mistake because I could be uh, sitting on a fortune right now.
1: You could have been sitting on a fortune, but here you are, what?
0: Regretting my Reg- youth, yeah, regretting right. the just the stupid decisions I made at the age of seven.
1: You wouldn't even have needed that retirement clock had you had saved and kept your things in pristine condition. I could have walked out of here years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably 25 now, years ago. Now look at me, I'm kicking myself in the ass. Wait, what a dope I was with the, my thrill of mustaches. And you know what? Now you can kick yourself in the butt for, for ruining those things that would have made you a hundred hundredaire.
0: Yeah. Thankfully, the mice ruined them even further, so I was off the hook.
1: Well, there you go. Everybody's got their downfalls.
0: Oh, yeah. But I had a big, uh, like on a Burt Blylevin, I had a big giant uh, you know beard on him that looked like he came from a box of cough drops. Yeah. I got to say, I did a pretty good job with the beard and the Burt Blylevin.
1: I, uh, I was a big collector of garbage pail kits. Cards, yeah, right, those, I, are, those are collectibles. I love the garbage pail kids, you remember? Uh, Adam Bomb, I do. There was Adam with his head blowing up uh, mm-hmm. over the top. There was Large Marge when we used to be able to make fun of fat people without any repercussions. <laughs> uh, Vincent Van Gogh, who uh-huh. shaved his entire ear off with a pair of scissors, <laughs> sure. Uh, Blasted Billy. Those are good ones. Well, oh, I've seen him down at the uh, VFW before. <laughs> uh, Barf and Barbara. I believe I've seen her down at the yeah, uh, Geraldine same, same bar. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, they had uh, Smellville. All the all. Yeah, the- yeah. Necktie. Necktie. T Y. Necktie. Okay. It's a kid hanging himself from a tree. It's I was like, how did this ever become something? Jesus. That's I'm pretty dark. dark. It's, it's real dark. very dark. Wow. See, but that thing's probably worth a million bucks today, and uh, I threw it away. Well, uh, I'd almost rather have Steve Carlton with a mustache. Yes, exactly. A Raleigh fingers.
0: Well, he already had the mustache.
1: Yeah. No, I just like the word fingers. It's
0: eight fifty nine.
1: Rock one hundred and two. Attention, football.